Hi, this is 5050 Real Estate Podcast for the Common Man, where we talk about selling, buying, and investing in real estate. We aren't baffling you with BS. We're dazzling you with brilliance. We're not telling you how to become a millionaire. We are telling you stories, the truth, and the information no one is talking about. So sit back, listen, laugh, and enjoy 5050 Real Estate Podcast for the Common Man. Hey everybody, this is JD. I hope you're looking good and feeling fine. Hope you had a good weekend. Hey, getting ready for the big game next weekend. Super Bowl Sunday. So hopefully you bought your brats, burgers, brutskis, got family, friends, and relatives ready to get together watching the big game. Hey, I hope it's just a great game. I hope it like, you know, uh, it's three seconds left of... Uh, in the game and they're down by seven are they gonna pull it off it's a long bomb the guy catches it gets a touchdown goes into overtime then it goes through three quarters of an overtime game back and forth nobody gets a, a touchdown or field goal and then the guy at the last you know five seconds ten seconds of the last third quarter guy throws it the guy's receiver goes out but he's not looking at the ball it hits his back he falls down in the end zone turns up sees the ball catches it with his feet and gets a touchdown and wins the game that that would be just a great super bowl game well, it's probably you know, never going to happen in my, unless, you know, only in my dreams. But it'd be great if it did happen. Just a really good Super Bowl game next weekend. And it just, whoever you wins, I just hope uh, you just have a great time with your friends and relatives and family watching it. Well, guys, let's get into it. If you've listened to my last podcast... I kind of went over some of the economy and the housing market and so on. So I'm going to kind of review a little bit about my last podcast if you haven't read it or listened to it. And uh, we're going to kind of go in there a little bit detail, uh, look at kind of in depth of what the economy is doing, what's really going on behind the scenes. Because it's really deceiving, you know, that the politicians in the media just trying to really spin it the way it the way they wanted to make it say, well, the economy's doing great, it's great, there's jobs, while the job markets went up, everything's wonderful. But then when you look at it, people are saying, well, in going into a recession, we're going to go into a recession, but why isn't it happening? Why isn't it happening? And I started thinking, you know, why isn't it happening? You know, well, well, the job market isn't that great. I mean, they say that like 4,000, what was it, 450,000 jobs. But if you look at it, you know, they, they, they're not really high-paying jobs. They're just kind of entry-level jobs. So it wasn't any big, huge thing, and we'll cover that. So it's like, what is really going on here? So I looked at it, and I, I remembered... Uh, discussing in my last podcast, I said, well, Christmas season, they were saying Christmas in 2021 was the best Christmas. It was 8.1% better than 2020. And I'm like, wait a minute, we, why is that? We just are going through a p- pandemic and it didn't make any sense because 2020, we were getting stimulus money, free checks in the mail, uh, bonuses, unemployment bonuses. We had all this liquid money to buy things in 2020 Christmas. 
And uh, I could see like 2020, hey, Christmas was great. It was wonderful because you, you knew that all the money that the government was giving us, we would be using it for Christmas and the holidays. And that made sense. But 2021 didn't make any sense to me at all. But when I started looking, said, oh, great, retail sales were up, um, online sales was up, it was great, you know, it was just a great, great holiday season. I said, nah, you know, if it doesn't feel right, it usually isn't right. So I started doing research and all I could see is retail sales are up, great, the economy's improving and so on. I'm like, no, something's wrong here. Something is definitely wrong here. So then I finally looked at uh, debt statistics, like when people get into debt and credit cards. And then I found it. It all made sense. It said this Christmas, people were in debt $1,200 on their credit cards to get them through Christmas. And I went, that's it. People don't have all this money. They're just using debt to get through the season and to live on. So what was happening wasn't the economy was 8.8% and retail sales were up. That's really deceiving. It was that they should have said resales, uh, sales are up, but people are getting more and more in debt in the United States and then it hit me. said, so people don't have all this money. There's not all this liquid asset. They're just getting more and more and more in debt and they're living on debt they're not living on income so then i started looking and i started saying well wait a minute let's look at this christmas and people using their credit cards and then i started saying well wait a minute 1990 there was a massive uh recession and people started losing their homes because they started using their homes as home equity lines of credit, ATM machines. You probably heard that. Oh, they use their homes as ATM machines. And I started saying, wait a minute. If people are out of a job and they're not making any money and the housing market went through the roof because of low interest rates, they're probably using their home equity to live on and buy things and they're getting deeper and deeper in debt. So I started looking at it and I realized that's what's going on. They're using their home equity lines of credit to live on and to buy things. So then I started finding this article and I said, I hit it. I, I finally found the mystery behind this false economy is people are living on debt. They're living on credit cards and they're living on their equity. And here's a, a thing that I found, and it was really interesting. It answered all my questions. I went, oh, boy, it's a recession is coming. It's just going to take a bit. We're just kind of, just kind of, what do they say? You're paddling water just to keep your head up, but pretty soon you're going to get tired, and you're going to start going under, and you're going to drown. Well, here's what's going on. It says, as a result of homeowners gaining a massive amount of Tappable in equity, the some borrowers are greatly taking out of their homes while still living, still leaving about 20% as a cushion. And what that actually means is people getting home equity lines of credit, they're pulling out all their equity, but they're leaving, leaving 20% in 
um, their homes because they don't have to pay mortgage insurance. So they're saving that that monthly uh, mortgage insurance premium. So they're leaving 20% and they're pulling it all out just to live on and buy things. It says, by the end of the third quarter, borrowers had a record equity in their home nationally of 9.4 trillion dollars in tappable home equity. That collectively, that was an average of $178,000 per borrower, according to Black Knight, a mortgage data and analyst firm. So what people were doing is they were taking all the home equity, pulling out all their home equity, and living off their home equity and buying things and so on and so forth, which is really, really interesting. It says, as... A, um, it says, as the average cash client borrows took out equity out of their home during the third quarter at the highest level in 14 years because they could get home equity lines of credit at 3% and pay off the debt and use all this money to live on because they were all broke. They weren't getting stimulus. They weren't getting uh, bonuses. They weren't getting uh, child uh, stimulus money and unemployment checks. So they were all living off their home equity. And that was their whole thing. They were using it as an ATM machine. And that made sense because I started talking to people and I said, you know, do you find it really odd then in 2021, people, all of some people, they were stuck at home. They were working in homes. They were out of jobs. Their kids weren't in school. But all of a sudden, you saw people buying things, widescreen TVs. And, you know, you started seeing these huge camper trailers that were 30 feet long. And then they were being pulled by brand new $50,000, $60,000 trucks. And I started talking to people all over the United States that I know of. And they're like, yeah, you know, now that you mention it, it's like, you know, a couple of people in my neighborhood bought these trailers and new trucks and so on. And that was doing, because if you looked at, you know, these mobile homes and these camper trailers, just the trailers were like thirty, forty thousand, 40000 And then you add another forty or $50,000 truck to pull them, you're looking at $100,000 to buy these things and that's what was happening except getting trailers and car loans they were using their home equity lines of credit and that made sense because it said the average person getting a home equity line of credit was taking out $178,000 we take $100,000 to buy these toys and so on and so forth or remodel their homes a lot of people were you know like buying toys and stuff trucks and campers but a lot of people were like remodeling their homes and putting new kitchens and so on they were just tapping their home equity lines creating they becoming house poor and that's why this economy isn't sinking like a rock is it's all supported by debt not liquid assets it's all people getting more and more in debt just to make ends meet so that's what was really really interesting and when i started looking at, at it it said you know i started looking and i did some research in it i uh, did a big poll and I said, can you afford living in your home now uh, that you own? And 75% of the survey said that people can't afford the home that they live in. 
and it said 25% of the people could. So I said, well, wait a minute, people can't, 75% of the people can't live in the home that they already live in, so they don't have any place to move up. They're probably upside down in it, and if they, they can't move anywhere, so they're stuck. And the people that can afford their home that they live in, they can't move up because the only home they can afford is the home that they live in. So people are kind of stuck, and that's why you don't get the inventory that we do and why housing uh, is still going up just because it's just a false economy and people are, can't afford to move up or they're so much into debt because they've used all their equity in the home to live in. They have no equity to move up to. And it was really interesting because the research came out, an article hit my desk and it said there's only 271,913 homes listed in the entire, entire United States. That's a 200, yeah, 271,913 homes just listed in the United States. That's nothing, nothing. And then I started also looking, and I saw this job market. Job market, phenomenal, 467,000 jobs this time. Wow, uh, the uh, income went up 5.7% uh, this year. Wow, this is great. Oh, they said something about... The job market is the best it's been in something like 20 years or something like that. And I said, wait a minute, what, what are you talking about? And then I started reading all these comments. And I said, yeah, that's exactly what I think. They said, no, it isn't. The economy, the job market is terrible. You're using statistic based on the worst economy we had. Everybody was laid off. Everybody was unemployed because the whole economy closed down in 2020 and everybody was out of a job and now they're slowly getting uh, their jobs back. And you're saying, look, the job market is really great and all you're, you're using the statistics at the worst job market that was like in the past 40 years because everybody had to lay off uh, everyone. And the only reason why we were you know living is because the stimulus money and that was about it but they say oh the job market went up 467 and boy it's the best job market uh look at how their jobs went up so much they didn't we're still way worse that we than we were before the pandemic uh the pandemic i think we only had 3.8 percent unemployment and everybody had great jobs and so on we're not even close to that so when they come out and they say oh look at the job market's really good it's joke they're pulling the wool over our eyes because they're using the worst economy we've had to get the statistic what a total joke and then like i said it says the raise the people if people did have jobs the raise went up uh the incomes went up 5.7%, but they don't tell you. Inflation went up 7%. So you're still behind. You haven't gained anything. Even if you have a job, the inflation went up more than what your little scraps they gave you for uh, a, a little raise. And they said the housing market went up 15% last year. And that's uh, according to the Federal Finance Agency. So, 
how, you know, how are you even going to get ahead? The housing market went up, which is probably really going to, it's starting to slow down a lot. And I'm starting to see a ton of foreclosures now coming out. Uh, the inflation went up 7%. Uh, there's only uh, 271,913 homes that are even listed in the United States. Because the reason for that isn't because, oh, there's such a low inventory. Nobody can afford the home that they live in. Like doing my the research I did, and people who can afford homes can't afford to even move up. They can only afford the home that they live in. So it's a total joke, and it's really amazing. And then I started looking at foreclosures. I remember there was no foreclosures for a while, and now the foreclosures are starting to hit the market. And we're going to end with this. And these are the uh, top 10, no, the top, was it? The top 20 of the biggest uh, states that have foreclosures now. And it's just starting to hit just starting to hit the market and uh, like I said it's going to be really really interesting to see where this is all coming first of all the number 20th in United States in foreclosures Alabama I would have thought they would be a lot more but Alabama has one in 9,000 foreclosures remember one in the second month of the whole year so this is just starting now number 19 oklahoma oklahoma has one in 8207 foreclosures north carolina is number 18 they have one in 8100 um they have uh which is really interesting they have uh let's see number 17 Iowa has a ton of foreclosures. It's one in 7,000. Royal Island is number 15 with one in 7,000. Maine is number 14, one in 6,800. Louisiana is number 13, one in 6,700. California, I thought California, if so many people are leaving there, bailing out of that place, I would have thought California was number one. Uh, because boy, so many people leaving, but it's one in six thousand six hundred people that uh, there's going to be foreclosure, and it's it's just starting. Then Hawaii, um, I can see Hawaii because the pandemic. I mean, you know, they're basically supported just by tor- tourism, so I'm really surprised that there hasn't been a ton of foreclosures. But that's one in six thousand three hundred. Uh, foreclosures. Maryland is one in 5,700. Connecticut, one in 5,600. Indiana, one in uh, 5,200. South Carolina is number seven uh, in the nation in foreclosures, one in uh, 4,700. 4, Ohio. Now, this is really interesting. Ohio. I remember everybody was bailing out of California and Arizona and they were all moving to Ohio because it was real cheap and now I think they don't like it there and they're all walking away because they overpaid for their homes and overinflated in the past three years and that's pretty much, if you bought a home in the past three years, it's probably way overinflated and they're walking away and that's one in 4,500 homes and they're number six in the nation of foreclosures now. Delaware is number four, uh, one in 3,800. Illinois, one in uh, 3,000. And the top two, this really, really surprised me. The top two states that have the most foreclosures, 
were interesting because in the past three to four years, they were the top boom housing market states. I mean, I remember the equity was just going through the roof. Everybody was moving there. And now they probably overinflated. They can't pay their payments. They realized maybe it wasn't the best place to move. And they're all walking away because they can't sell a home because they paid so much and they got all, you know, um, all excited about moving there because like oh great you know we can buy cheap homes and it's the economy is really doing great and let's all move there and so on and now it's all crashing and burning and they're so over upside down in their homes they can't sell them so they're walking away but this just totally surprised me because i remember it was like the boom place to buy a home the number two biggest foreclosure state in the nation is are you ready for this it is florida is the number two one in 3800 homes are going into foreclosure but that's really surprising because the number one place and everybody was moving here in the past two or three years and now it's all going into foreclosure the number one state that's going into foreclosure is guess what are you ready here it is folks nevada nevada is the number one foreclosed state one in three thousand homes are going into foreclosure and remember warning in the second month of the year and it's all starting to hit the fan and the reason for it is because like i said people were using debt to just maintain their quality of life and now they're broke they've used all their equity they used all their stimulus money they used all their savings and it's just starting to hit the fan and i think that's why the stock market is just going nuts it's like one day it's down a thousand points and they are you know the next day it's up 200 and then the next day it's down 600 and then i mean wall street you got top wall street analysts they can't even figure out this economy but they all know that we're headed for a recession but they don't know when and it's because people are still using their equity and their credit cards to earn a living but you know that's gonna wear out once it all is used up and people are broke the um, you know it's what do they say the caca is gonna hit the fan and boy it's gonna go down like a rock so guys i wanted to tell you i'm not trying to bum you out but i'm trying to give you a heads up that this economy really is a false economy because it's not based on savings and people's incomes are so great and they've got all this liquid money and assets they're doing they're all living on debt just to keep their heads above water so i just you know if you're thinking about investing in a home or you think about buying hold off because i think in the next year or two probably summer fall of this year there's going to be massive of massive of homes up for sale and they're going to be going down 10, 15, 20, 30 percent. You'll be able to maybe hopefully pick up some good deals and so on and so forth and not buy these overinflated houses that are $100,000 overinflated just because people were buying these low interest rates. 
and they would just uh, it was a feeding frenzy like I said that's the statistics I see it coming and that's why when you hear the economy's doing great and there's no recession that you should be worrying about remember that yeah there is a recession people are just living on in debt right now just to maintain their quality of life well guys enjoy the Super Bowl game this weekend hopefully I gave you some insight hopefully you're not uh, too depressed but hopefully you uh, see what you got to work with and can take advantage of what's coming and I appreciate you uh, listening to the podcast have a good uh, week and I'll see you next uh, Monday take care we hope you enjoyed the show real estate for the common man. Please follow us or subscribe. Tell your friends, neighbors, relatives, and coworkers about us. We're on all your major podcast apps, Amazon, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and iTunes. If you can't remember all that, just Google it or have your friends Google real estate for the common man and it will come up. Again, we thank you very much for your time and hopefully you enjoyed the show. Hey, if you live in Colorado Springs and want to buy or sell a home, you can look us up at soldrealestatecompany.com as in I sold a home. Again, thank you very much. Have a very good week and we'll see you next Monday. Bye for now.